Hi, and welcome to Cameron's Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We hope you're blessed by today's message. Amen. So I have sent the scriptures um, to... We've got them all, yeah? Can I have... Can I have the psalm first, please? Psalm 95 from verse 7 to 11. I want you to pay attention to this verse, to this passage. Um, What it states. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. The flock under his care. Now, this is where it starts. Okay? What is the next word? Now, what's the next word is? Today. Can you repeat with me? Today. What is it? Today. Today. Not tomorrow. Today. Not in the future, but today. If you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you, as you did at Meribah. I'll explain to you later what it is. As you did that day at Massa in the desert. Next. Where your fathers tested and tried me. Though they had seen what I did. For 40 years I was angry with that generation. I said they are people whose hearts go astray. And they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger. They shall never enter my rest. So the Lord says today. We have another passage. um, Which I'll read later on. But I'm going to read now Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. You're very familiar with this text. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. You know what it is, right? You know, right in Genesis, after the fall, that's what happened. So today I want to talk to talk to you about the topic of Answering God's call and recognizing his voice. You know, our, our fast-paced, technologically advanced world have blessed us or have been given us the luxury of something called the caller's ID. Do you know what caller's ID is? If you call me, on my phone, your number shows here. If I have you actually um, saved my phone, shows that you are calling me. Or I can receive a no caller's ID and decide not to answer it because I don't know who he is or what it is. I can also receive now, my phone has, well, the, the companies, the phone companies, they have offered this thing called spam. Or scam, whatever it is. Um, like people who, are, who try to sell you something. Those nonsense, those 
annoying calls the people oh how are you i'm all right have you have an accident oh, i know you have an accident you know this past year for so listen i don't even have a driving license you see they try to fool you and so you are now have the privilege or the luxury to say yes or no to those calls right so we all experience the scenario right your phone rings and you check the caller id and in the split of a second, you're faced with the choice. Answer it, or hang up, or block it. Are you following me? So, will you answer that persistent friend of yours? Or they will have the number who wants to sell you some either new phone uh, deal, or whatever it is, or internet... Or offer you a insurance, life insurance. Will you let it go unanswered? Or maybe you will not answer uh, who always demands your time and your commitment. You, you know that person who call you, you feel, oh my Lord, I, if I, I need rehab time, want somebody, there, there are certain people, especially we as a pastor or as a person, as a human being, we have friends who call us, we need some time to talk to them because they really, really take a time and it's good to give time to people. That's what we need to do. Anyway, will you answer or you will just ignore those people or those kind of call or you will just find an excuse oh I'm too busy I'll call you back later I'm in a meeting whatever or you really are in a meeting or you don't really um, you know have the possibility to answer that person right now but uh, have you ever considered if that call could be a life changing that could possibly transform your life circumstances. Imagine your phone rings momentarily and the call ID displayed on your phone is not the little Oscar that I've got here in my phone, but it says, God. You may say, Pastor, God is not going to call me out <laughs> of my phone. But let me ask you, does God has your number to call you? Surely, certainly does. He may not call you on that phone, but he have another way of calling you. But do you have his? Do you have God's phone number? I do. Do you know, I, 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 do you want me to give it to you? It's that below. It's the two knees on the floor. That's what it is. Make that mark, that below. It's a mark of your knees. That's what God's call number is. Every time you want to call him, you just, just as far from you as a prayer is. So that means he's very near. He's very close. How would you react to such a call on your phone? God is calling you. Would you, would you feel happy would your heart leap with joy and anticipation, recognizing the divine caller on the other line, on the other side of the line, would you? Or would you just doubt and allow skepticism to creep in 
making you wonder if it's merely a coincidence or someone impersonating the Almighty. You know, our scripture today, found in Genesis 3.8, takes us back to the moment when Adam and Eve heard the voice of the Lord. Remember, that word, the Lord, in capital letters, means is God Almighty. Every time you read the scripture and you see the word Lord in capital, it is related to God himself. So instead of actually enjoy or feel happy about um, um, listening or hearing God's voice, they just hide themselves. You know, he used to come the cool of the day to talk to Adam. Remember, this has been going on for many, many we don't know how many years. We think it's just a, a day or so, but it's not. It's been for a while. And Adam knew very well the voice of God. He knew how God's voice sounded like. It was something that he could not deny himself when he heard the sound of God's voice saying, Adam, I came to have a fellowship and a chat with you. Come and join me, my son. Imagine, this wasn't an ordinary call. It was a daily encounter with the creator of the universe. But one day when Adam and Eve heard the undeniable voice of God, they hid themselves among the trees instead of eagerly embracing his wonderful and precious presence and enjoying the sound of his sweet voice. His encouraging voice. His powerful voice, but comfortable, comforting voice. You know, this episode serves as a powerful reminder of the profound question we should ask ourselves today. How would we respond? I'm not going to say if, but when we hear God's voice. Can you identify this voice? You know, I'm very, I have a very good ear for sounds. And I can recognize, you know, I'm not a, a professional musician, but I, I learned to play the guitar by ear, you know, just, just on my own. Or by the grace of God, of course. I don't, I'm not a great guitar player, but I'm sure I can, I can lead a house group. <laughs> But I can recognize somebody's voice. If I speak to you for a while and you speak to me again, I may not remember your name, but I remember your voice, the sound of your voice. I've spoken to this person before and I can connect the sound with your face. That's an ability that I have. I can go in that piano and, 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 and if, you, if you bear with me with your ears, I can, I can end up playing a song for you. One day I was in my home, the church was given a saxophone. And I was found that one, I always, I love the sound of a saxophone. And I took that saxophone home. My wife didn't see that saxophone. I only had Bella at the time. 
She was in the kitchen with Bella, and there was somebody else talking to her. I don't even remember who it was. I don't know, it was Marcia, Marcia, I don't know, it was somebody. Um, we lived down in, in Kensal Green. And then she was listening and said, What is this? You know, what's this, this, this lorry? You know, looking the horn. <laughs> And she came around and she said, oh, she mocked me. I said, well, I, I've been listening to this noise, this horrible noise coming out. Like, is this from here? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I said, don't mock me. By the end of the night, I was already playing Amazing Grace. <laughs> By the grace of God, because the ears and I just put, put your fingers in the right place. I even took some saxophone lessons after that. But then I gave up because I couldn't afford to pay. It was about... At the time, it was like 35 pounds for half an hour. And you couldn't go far with half an hour on a saxophone anyway. But if, if you hear God speaking to you, can you identify that it is God speaking to you? You will only be able to identify the voice if you're familiar with that voice. Are we familiar with God's voice? Are you? You know, in the hustle and the battle of our, of our modern lives, amidst countless tasks and the ceaseless noise of our own world and the world around us, it can be challenging to discern the voice of God. We live in a very noisy place, visually polluted. Everywhere you go, you see things, you know. Even if you're talking about something... And suddenly when you open your phone or your, or your Google, whatever you're talking about is right there in front of you because Google is listening to you. Alexa is listening, is listening to you. But it is, it is, is God listening to you? Are you talking back to God because you heard His voice? But let me tell you, even though it has been difficult to discern the voice of God in this noisy world of ours. Yet, as Jesus described in John chapter four, verse chapter ten, verse four, his sheep know his voice and follow him. You know the implication here is clear. We are called to be like those sheep. Attuned to the divine call, to the divine call, and ready to heed and to obey it. So that's why the, the, the text we just read says, so today, today, let us contemplate our readiness to answer God's call, shall we? Let me show, let's go back to the scripture. Let's now first, Hebrew chapter 3, verse 15, it is, a reminder is a call of the, of the psalm we just read. As it said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Because that place, when I read in the psalm, okay, the, the names of the place, uh, as we read in that psalm, which is um, Meribah, 
People were complaining about God. They became rebellious against God. Even though, even though they have seen all the miracles and the wonders God performed in, in Egypt to save them, to deliver them, to set them free. They are still mourning. They are still grumbling. They are still rebellious against God. And God said, I'm, I haven't had enough. I'm not going to put up with you anymore. You see, this is a lesson for us. He says, today, don't be like those people. Remember, they didn't get into God's rest. They did not possess the land. They died in the desert. They died before coming to the promised land. Don't be like them, God's saying. Do you think God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? God will not be put up with you, with your nonsense, forever. He's God. He's full of grace, you know, mercy. But he also has a wrath that he uses when it's needed. When your cup is full, careful. Be careful. Today, if you hear his voice, today... You know, again, Hebrew chapter 4, verse 7. It says, again. So there is the, the writer of Hebrew, whoever he was. We don't know who he was. But he says, again, he appoints to a certain day. What day is this? It says, today. As has just been said. In other words, he appoints a certain day. Today. Saying through David, so long after, uh, in, in the words already quoted, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Is God speaking to you this morning? What is, is anything in your life that God wants you to, to, to live behind? To live at the foot of the cross? Is anything that has been hidden in you to serve God as he wants you to serve? Is anything that you love more than God? Is anything that you, you becoming an idol for you? That is replacing God's time and, 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 and place in your life? God says, let it go. Let it go. Not tomorrow, today. Because God is speaking to you. He's today. You know, we, we can find these words, as I said, in the psalm, when we read the psalm. Because God not only reminds us in Hebrew that he said that in, 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 in the Psalm 95, but he's telling us that the word for that day is also valid for today. Not tomorrow, remember, today. For 40 years, God said, I loathed that generation and said, they are people who go astray in their heart. You see? The thing is in the heart. You can show everybody that you're a nice Christian. That you're a nice religious person. It doesn't matter how many times a day you pray. It doesn't matter how many times you fast during the week or the month or whatever. It doesn't matter how religious you seem to be. Is, is, is in the heart. The matter is the matter of the heart. And God knows exactly how to deal with the heart. Therefore, God said, I swore, in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. 
Just to summarize these, these verses, Psalm 95, it's just simple. God does not take lightly when we constantly, deliberately, and rebelliously ignore His voice. Because, let, listen, let, me, let me tell you, God's voice is undeniably clear, loud, and familiar. You can ignore it. You can ignore it. But be careful. Would we, like Adam and Eve, be tempted to hide and fear and shame, reluctant, reluctant, reluctant to face our Creator? What do we fear about? Or would we open our hearts to His beckoning voice, beckoning voice, recognizing that He is calling? It's for us to come to see Him now, today. It is an invitation to draw near to Him and recommit our lives to His purpose. Have you been drifting far away from God? Today is the time for your return. If you, have not, if you have never ever confessed Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, today is the day. Don't leave it for tomorrow because you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. Recognizing God's voice amidst the chaos of life is a habit we must cultivate. How do you get to know your wife and got married? Because you get to know her. You, 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 you were there constantly. You made effort. You made it impossible. Let me tell you, I spent one, there was a time and I spent money, enough money to go and come back to Brazil on a phone call with that lady over there. You go, that was stupid anyway, but to, to, to make all that, you know, spend all that money. I could just, I'm going to buy a ticket. Spend, I can talk to her 24 hours and no charge. Anyway, but, however, you would go a far away in terms of doing whatever you want to do. And it begins with knowing his word. That's how you start to get to know God, by reading his book, his letters of love for you. The Bible, dear friends, is not just a collection of ancient text, but it is a living, breathing testament of God's love and guidance to his people. Everything that was written was written for that purpose. Everything written here is for our good, it is for our everlasting benefit. The word of God, the, the psalm says, is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. That's what the word of God is. You want to find a way? Read the word of God. Are you feeling some kind of darkness in your life? Read the word of God because it is a lamp to your feet. You want a direction in your life? Read the word of God. You want something, direction in your relationship, in your marriage? Well, no, read the word of God. God will speak to you. 
God will, will show you examples in the scripture that maybe something that you shouldn't do or things that you should do. The more we immerse ourselves in the word of God, the better equipped we become to recognize his voice. Oh, I've, I've, I heard his voice before. I know what, what kind of language is this. He's, you know, when, when he speaks to you, and you will recognize so much that now he will start to speak through you. Other people will start to recognize his voice through your voice. God often communicates with us through scripture. Providing guidance, comfort and correction as the word of God says. But therefore, let us make it a daily practice to dive into the word of God, meditate on it and let it permeate our hearts. Because when temptation comes, let me tell you, the only thing you've got is the word of God in you. If one time, if, if, if you are tempted somehow, let's see if I can, I can use the expression, there's no minor in the house. If somebody's tempted, young men and boys, men and boys, listen, listen, men, listen to me, men. If you're married, even if you're not married, you're a Christian, somebody comes to you, a beautiful lady, wonderful lady, you look at her, you know, your eyes may be, you know, hovering, okay? Hovering, yeah, thank you, hovering, not hovering, hovering. And you're tempted to, let me tell you, don't need to pray. That's not going to work. Right? Don't start to say, Lord, have mercy on me. That's, you can do that, but uh, that's part of. All you have to do, let me tell you, you run away, boy. Because no prayer will save at that moment. What will save you is that you're going to run away from temptation because we have to flee from temptation. You have to find a way of, of first of all, not getting into that situation anyway. Secondly, if you find yourself in that situation, just run away. It's not a, it's not, it's not a crime. It is a sin if you stay. If you stay, you not, may not be able to. You have to flee from the appearance of evil. Whatever appears to be evil, flee from it. That's what Paul gives us this very straightforward advice. And if you, now I mean, ladies, if you, if you try to be flirted somehow, you, tr- you like to flirt or someone, just knock it off. Okay? Delete that bloke. Block that thing. Stop listening to nonsense. Maybe that pretty little face is going to try to fool you. But God communicates with us through His Word. And when we listen to his voice and we remember his word, that's God, God speaking to me. So let's make this, you know, a practice, a, a, a daily practice, shall we? Because recognizing God's voice also involves spending time in prayer and in adoration. I tell you why, because when you do that, you feel such a presence. You feel such a presence of God when you do that, 
Because you will feel that right in the middle of the road if you feel that presence. God is somehow here in a special way that he wants me to listen to what he wants to tell me. Maybe something that is about to happen or maybe somebody is going to cross your path that God wants you to tell that person how important God is for them. But if you do not practice or get familiar with that presence, all you're going to do is feel. Feeling is something that goes up and down. But when you have the practice to sit down, meditate, worship Him, to enjoy His presence, oh boy, I tell you, you, when God is there to use you, you will feel that again. Not only a feeling, it will not only just be a feeling, but it will be something in your spirit. It's also undeniable. You cannot let it pass you. Just as you would recognize the voice of a close friend or family member, spending time in God's presence enables us to become intimately familiar with His voice and presence. So much so that you say, I would not do this because God is here. And God is here. You know, through prayer, we engage in a two-way conversation with the Heavenly Father. We speak to Him, pour out our hearts, and listen, expecting Him to respond. And let me tell you, He will speak back to you. He will speak back to you. Sometimes, oh, Pastor, I... I prayed and I spoke to God and I didn't get an answer. Oh, you know, you're doing like me when I was a kid. Knock on some, somebody's door, be naughty and run away. And then one guy opens the door, all he feels is, what is naughty boys are doing? It's similar when you knock on somebody's door, maybe he's doing something, but he's on the way to the door and you just run away because you... You did knock well uh, um, consistent enough, or you didn't wait. So the more we seek Him in prayer and worship, the more attuned we become uh, to His voice, and the clear, the clearer His guidance becomes to us. So when you come into the crossroad of life, you say, "Lord, which way to go? Left, right, forward, or do I have to return a little bit?" have something that I forgot to do or that I haven't done properly, God will speak to you. Right? So as I, as I conclude this message, so furthermore, recognizing God's voice requires us to be in a state of, you may don't like this word, obedience. Because God will not waste his time. Neither his words. Why should God tell you what to do if you don't want to do it? What on earth do you think, or what on in heaven do you think may God come down and speak to you, or God minister to you something that you are definitely or, de- or deliberately don't want to do? He may tell you first, so this is what I want you to do. And you keep asking, Lord, what do you want me to do? No, that thing you asked me, I don't want to do that. But is there anything else? No. You know, God is more likely to speak to those who are already following His will. When 
leaving aligned with his word and his commandments we actually position ourselves in the place where we will always hear God's voice clearly obedience is not about following a list of rules and regulations or out of duty but about surrendering our hearts to God's will out of love Lord this is all I wanted but if you don't want that for me Lord praise be to you glory be to your name I know you're going to be glorified in another way I don't want this Lord but okay I want here or I want there but God said no son or daughter not now not today today I want you to listen to my voice not yours not your desire not what you wish wait search first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you we become more sensitive to his leading when we love him and desire to follow his ways when you want to feel the presence of God really is as you go and obey him because the Bible says therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you hello what he says at the end what is the rest of the verse says and I am with you sometimes I'll, I'll be with you maybe tomorrow now what does it say always what is what always means can you explain what always is always is always every time every minute every hour of the day every minute of the day but dear brothers and sisters you know in the stillness of this moment let us be attentive to his call for it may be the most crucial call we will ever receive and today if you hear his voice do not harden your heart what god is speaking to you today what god is telling you right now in your life even through the circumstances you're going through what is god telling you are you able to listen to his voice or we just listen to your desires to your willingness to do something that you may think is better for you your family or your friends for your future let me tell you your future is in god's hand can you add one minute to your life can you add one little thing into your life can you add a time to your life no you cannot but god can and whatever or whatever how much it is that god will add into your life make sure that every time counts for his glory because that's what we're here for that you have no reason to exist here on earth unless for the glory of god let me tell you god will turn your tears into joy you may don't understand what's going on right now in your life you may think lord how how it could have been different yes we our lives are made of choices 
Our lives are the product or the byproduct of our choices. Right? But today, if you hear my voice, do not harden your heart. Give in to God. Give in to the Holy Spirit of God. Let Him guide you. He's the best guide you will ever find in your life. Not your plans, not your desires, but His plan and His plan alone. God is calling us to draw near to Him. He comes in the cool of the day to speak to Adam and Adam goes and run away from him, afraid of him. But listen, God never went after Adam to beat him with a stick. You sin against me, you naughty boy. No, God went after him to love him, to embrace him, to cover his shame with the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And that's what God is after you, my brother, my sister. Not to beat you up. God is not angry about you. God hates your sin. Yes, He does. That's why He sent Christ to die for you. What God wants you to do is that He hates sins because it separates you from Him. And He is ready even again and again to embrace you, to forgive you, and to bring you back to His closest place, which is His own heart. But let him guide you. Give everything to him. And I guarantee you, he will prosper your ways. He will make you more fruitful than you would ever think. That you are rooted where you wanted to be. No, be planted where God wants you to be planted. Let your roots go deeper in him. And let him bless you so much. You will be called blessed by many. Because you have just obeyed God's word. If you want to see God moving in our midst here, come Rose, let me tell you, my brother, my sister. We must pray. Continue to pray. Intensify our prayers. We must worship Him more in spirit and in truth and dive ourselves into His Word and obey Him unconditionally. Can we answer that call today? Not tomorrow. Today. If you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. But can you answer God's call? Can you recognize his voice? Will we open our hearts and recognize his voice amidst the chaos of our lives? Maybe lately your life has been surrounded by many complications. Maybe it's a... uh, A series of events that uh, brought you where you are. As I said, some of your choices was not actually guided by the Spirit of God. You did in your own flesh. Let me tell you, God has no commitment to whatever decision you make on the flesh. But He's committed and bound by His own character and word that He will bless you if you follow Him and listen to His voice. If he tells you to go on that boat and cross to the other side, he will, he will guarantee your safety. He will meet you on the other side because he said so. Even if the storms of life come through, the heavy winds come back, you know, back in your, your boat, the boat of your life, he will guarantee you safe passage through the storm because he will be with you all the way. However, Whatever decisions we made in the past that brought us where we are, that caused us pain, 
worries, sleepless nights, tears. Let me tell you, God is telling you, I know. I know that hurt so much. I know what you've done wasn't right, but I'm here to fill you with grace. Because I'm here to revive you. I'm here to lift you up. And I'm here to tell you that you are my beloved. Can you hear my voice? I'm not here on the call of the day, calling your name, calling you to come and draw near to me, to beat you up for the mistakes you've made. No, I'm here to cover you with the blood of the Lamb and protect you and lead you all the way to the place where I want you to be and be a blessing. You know, let's like the prophet Samuel. Who when God called him in the night, he responded with a simple phrase. Do you remember what he said? Speak Lord, for your servant is listening. There is a difference between hear and listening. There's a profound difference there. You can hear somebody, but you may not listen in. You know what I mean. May we have the courage to listen and obey when God speaks to us. For his voice carries the wisdom, love and guidance we need for our lives. To face this terrible time as we face in these days. And my question Where are you standing? Can you, are you positioning to listen to God? Are you in a place where you can hear God? Or you're allowing the, all the other voices around you to suffocate their voice? Are you running away from the sound of God's voice like Adam? Or are you like the young prophet Samuel who said, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. In other words, I'm ready to do whatever you want me to do. Let's stand and pray. just wanted to pray the song this is a song that is a prayer if you honestly if you desire so much to feel that presence of God in your life pray the song with me and then I will finalize by praying for you thanks for listening we hope you're encouraged by today's message. If you want more information about Camrose Baptist Church, visit our website, www.camrosebc.org.uk. Follow us on Instagram at Camrose Baptist Church and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Camrose Baptist Church Edgeware.